The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. And greetings, friends. Welcome to Tomorrow's World program, where you will gain prophetic insights and information available nowhere else. My friends, why earthquakes? We have had truly powerful earthquakes in recent years in China, Japan, then one in Indonesia, and the massive tsunami it caused, and now the truly terrible tragedy in Haiti. Combined, these recent earthquakes have destroyed cities, destroyed jobs, and killed hundreds of thousands of human beings. And your own Bible indicates that many more are on the way. Why? Why would a loving God permit such tragedies? And what does the future really hold? How will these soon coming events affect you, your family, and where you live? Stay tuned. Again, my friends, why earthquakes? And why does the recent truly powerful earthquake, which absolutely devastated the entire nation of Haiti? Very few people understand, even most theologians. USA Today reported on January 13, 2010, that President Obama stated, quote, For a country and a people who are no strangers to hardship and suffering, this tragedy seems especially cruel and incomprehensible. Is God cruel? Is God unfair? What is going on? If you prove to yourself that the Bible really is inspired by the great God, then listen to what your own Bible actually says. We need to see what God says in His Word. When Jesus Christ was asked about people who suffered a terrible tragedy, notice what Jesus Christ said. Turn to Luke chapter 13. Luke, in your New Testament, go get your Bible, check up on me, see what your Bible says about what is beginning to happen in our generation, your generation. Luke, chapter 13, verse 1. There were present at that season some who told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And Jesus answered and said, Do you suppose that these Galileans were worse sinners than all other Galileans because they suffered such things? I tell you, no, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. My friends, we human beings take God for granted. We spit on God. We despise His Word. Most of us in the United States and the Western world don't pay any attention to this book anymore. And frankly, we're going to have to wake up. Jesus said we have to repent. We're going to have to learn there is a God and begin to seek the God that gives us life and breath. He said, or those 18 on whom the Tower of Siloam fell. They've had terrible shakings in our cities where the buildings come down because of earthquakes. This Tower of Siloam fell and killed them. Do you think that they were worse sinners than all other men who dwelt in Jerusalem? I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. That doesn't sound very loving, but God is giving this world 7,000 years to wake up, or 6,000 years, frankly, and then He's going to send Jesus Christ as King of kings and Lord of lords to rule the earth for a 1,000 years to show us how we ought to live. 
but he's letting us not learn, but letting us write the lessons in human suffering now so we will be willing to listen when Christ comes again. He's allowing this to help us understand our ways don't work. And apart from God, we'll have tragedies. God doesn't necessarily cause them all, but he allows them to help us wake up to realize how helpless we are. My friends, over and over, the inspired word of God clearly teaches that Almighty God does allow tragedies to come, especially on carnal people who sneer at him, do not obey his laws, and do not follow his way of life at all. Why would God bless such people? God dealt with ancient Israel as a type of the way he will deal with all nations. For God is not a respecter of persons. Notice Romans 2.11. Turn to this scripture in your Bible. Romans chapter 2 verse 11. God says here through Paul, For there is no partiality with God. And he's been showing in the preceding verses, God does not favor the Jew or the Gentile or anyone. God allows everyone to suffer for his mistakes. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, God tells us Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Turn to that. I have that one well memorized. Hebrews 13, 8. Christ is the same. He deals with people basically the same as they obey him or disobey him. And people have to learn to obey God, not just believe in God, but obey God to do what he says. Now, notice a fundamental prophecy back in Deuteronomy 28. Turn to Deuteronomy chapter 28 in your Bible. And again, this is for ancient Israel, the ancestor of many of us, if you understand who we are, that we in America and the British descended peoples are basically the descendants of the so-called lost ten tribes of Israel. But regardless, it shows the mind of God, and God is the same eventually in the way he deals with different people, and he's blessing people if they obey him and cursing them if they disobey down through history. Deuteronomy 28. Notice in the Word of God. Turn there in your Bible to see the mind of God because this book is the mind of God in print. You need to prove that to yourself because the great God is intervening specifically. Now, as we tell you in this work, many specific things have happened that we've talked about for decades that I myself have preached for over 57 years in my ministry. They have happened and are happening. So listen to what God is saying. Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the eternal your God, to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the eternal your God will set you on high above all nations of the earth. That's the way America, the British nations have been. All these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the eternal your God. Blessed shall you be in the city. Blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body and the produce of your ground. We in America, Canada, Australia have been the great granaries of the world. We've been the breadbasket of the world in a sense. We've been very blessed as nations overall. The English-speaking Anglo-Saxon Celtic peoples around the world have been given the choicest blessings of the world because of our father Abraham, as other scriptures tell us, and what he did in obeying God. But in verse 15, God gives us this warning. Read it. But it shall come to pass, if you do not obey the voice of the eternal your God, to observe carefully all his commandments and his statutes which I command you today, that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Cursed shall you be in the city. Yeah, we're living in guarded communities now. We're afraid to go outside at night, many of us. 
Cursed shall you be in the country. Cursed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Our food supply is going to be cut back soon, my friends. Cursed shall be the fruit of your body, sickness in our children, and, and the produce of your land. Yes, this is beginning to happen and going to happen far, far more. Notice he said in verse 21, The Lord will make the plague cling to you until he's consumed you from the land which you are going to possess. The eternal will strike you with consumption and fever. Yes, we have AIDS and other horrible things like that as a plague spreading through our peoples because of sin and inflammation with severe burning fever and the sword and scorching and with mildew and they shall pursue you until you perish and your heavens which are over you shall be bronze and the earth which is under you shall be iron. The eternal will change the rain of your land to powder, going to be terrible drought and then resulting famine. From heaven it shall come down upon you until you are destroyed. Yes, all because of sin, my friends. We've turned away from God. Notice verse 43. He says, The alien foreigners among you, the alien who is among you shall rise higher and higher above you, and you shall come down lower. We see these things all through our society in Britain and America. He shall lend to you, but you shall not lend to him. He shall be the head and you shall be the tail. Why? Why? Moreover, all these curses shall come upon you and pursue and overtake you until you are destroyed. Because, here's why, because you did not obey the voice of the eternal your God to keep his commandments and his statutes which he commanded you. These things are now beginning to happen. The basic principle is that God often chastens those nations and those individuals who refuse to obey His laws. And this principle applies especially to those of us who ought to know better. For we in the United States, Britain, and Canada need to realize this, my friends. For we have sent more Bibles, more missionaries, and more religious teachers than all other nations on earth combined. And yet our motion pictures, our television programs, and our novels are absolutely filled with spiritual rubbish. More than ever, people even in mainstream television takes God's name in vain continually. They make fun of God and the very idea of a real God, and they try to humiliate anyone who takes the Word of God seriously. You know that everywhere you see it on modern television and our motion pictures and so on. And they very happily discuss living together without marriage, men marrying men, and almost every weird thing that the human mind can conceive. They've turned away from God and they make fun of God's laws and God's way of life. Where will it all end? Think about it. Turn to Luke chapter 21 now. Here's Jesus Christ speaking. Turn to Luke chapter 21 in your New Testament, beginning in verse 7. From verse 4 on, he's been describing, of course, how it was going to be at the time of the end. And he says here in verse 7, they ask him then, what shall be the sign when these things are about to take place? And then he describes false teachers and wars and rumors of wars. And in verse 10, then he said, Christ said, nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, whole governments, world war, and there will be great earthquakes, not just earthquakes, great earthquakes in various places. That's what Jesus said. And famines, terrible lack of food and drought. And there will be fearful sights, terrible tsunamis and hurricanes and storms and waves and great signs from heaven. That's what Jesus said. 
Yes, that Jesus Christ of your Bible said there will be great earthquakes and these things will begin to occur to striking our people, not just the third world people, but our people at the time of the end. At this point, my friends, I want to offer you a truly powerful and enlightening booklet, Who Controls the Weather, which really explains how God intervenes in the weather, how he intervenes in earthquakes and all these so-called natural tragedies, and why. This booklet, Who Controls the Weather, will be sent absolutely free upon your request. Who Controls the Weather goes into much greater detail than I could do on this brief program. It may truly open your eyes. It gives you all kinds of information. So call and write us today to request your free copy, absolutely free, of this booklet, Who Controls the Weather? Just ask for the booklet on the weather. That's all you need to say. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Now back to our topic, my friends. Why earthquakes? Again, notice Luke chapter 21 in your Bible. Turn to Luke 21, verse 11. Jesus said, And there will be great earthquakes, massive earthquakes, in various places, and famines, and pestilences, and there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. Think about it. These things are going to happen. The Son of God said these things will happen just before he returns as King of Kings. Wake up, America. Wake up, Britain and Canada. Please understand for your own good that your Creator is beginning to intervene now. In the years just ahead, things will not be just the same. Notice what God's Word said lies just ahead. Turn now to Revelation chapter 6, verse 12. He says, I looked... And when he opened the sixth seal, and behold, there was a great earthquake, a massive earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became like blood. And the stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drops at late figs, when it is shaken by a mighty wind. Then the sky receded as a scroll when it is rolled up, and every mountain and island was moved out of its place." Every mountain and island indicates where you are. It's going to affect every city, every nation, everybody when that happens. My friends, your little world, the place where you live and where you and your friends are will all be changed dramatically. Think about it. Almighty God is going to get people's attention. There are all these books coming out, the God delusion and this and that, where people are making fun of even God's existence. They're not going to do that very many more years, my friends. People all over this world will learn to genuinely fear the very Creator. They're going to not have to fear Him as a monster, 
but they'll have to have awe that there is a God who gives us life and breath that he is working out a purpose here below. He's going to get their attention, my friends. Finally, millions will be willing to obey their creator and his word and take his word seriously. Will you? The great God has made all human beings in his image, but most people have turned their backs on the true God. They do not seek their creator even remotely. They do not attempt to obey his laws. Turn to Hebrews now, Hebrews chapter 12 and beginning in verse 25. See that you do not refuse him who speaks. For if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, that is the ancient Israelites, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth. He caused a local earthquake and a shaking at the time he gave the Ten Commandments. He's going to really shake the earth now to get people's attention. But now his promise saying, yet once more I shake not only the earth but also heaven. How does God shake the earth? He is talking here in your Bible about earthquakes, massive earthquakes that are prophesied. I will shake not only the earth, but also heaven. Now this yet once more indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken as the things which are made, that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom a coming government, the kingdom, the government of God, which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Godly reverence, to revere God, to worship God, to have a sense of awe that God is our Father, He's our Creator, and we ought to do what He says and take His Word seriously. For our God is a consuming fire. At the end of this age, my friends, God will shake the whole earth in a way it's never been shaken before. If God is now opening your mind, please listen to what God's Word is telling you right now through my voice. You and I and all of us need to begin to seek God as never before. As these things happen, we've been talking about on this program, as we see this beast power rise up over in Europe, as we see the United States and the British-descended peoples go down and have more trouble after trouble after trouble, as we see the massive earthquakes and the drought and the famine and disease epidemics beginning to take hold more than ever before, we need to wake up and we need to really study this book, the Holy Bible, and we need to be willing to truly obey our Creator and do what God says. Then we may be spared the worst of these coming catastrophes. Again, be sure to call or write us immediately and request your free copy of this eye-opening booklet, Who Controls the Weather? As awesome storms begin to rage and as massive earthquakes begin to strike, this booklet, and this is a powerful booklet, this booklet will give you understanding as to what is behind all these storms and what is behind these earthquakes, these natural catastrophes, and where it's leading. This booklet, Who Controls the Weather, will be sent absolutely free upon your request. Who Controls the Weather goes into much greater detail, interesting, fascinating things, far more than I can do on this program. It may truly open your eyes. So call and write us today to request your free copy of this booklet, who controls the weather? Just ask for the booklet on the weather. You can order it also online and order it at tomorrowsworld.org. That's all you need. 
to receive this program's offer absolutely free. Or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Find me, my friends, what really does lie just ahead. Turn again to Luke chapter 21 in your Bible, and let's begin again in verse 10. At the end, he said, nation will rise against nation. Technically, the Greek word is ethnos, ethnic wars, small groups fighting each other all over the world, and then kingdom, basileia in the Greek, meaning masses of nations, world war, and there will be great earthquakes not small, huge earthquakes in various places and famines and disease epidemics. Pestilence means disease. And there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. Frankly, my friends, the next five to 15 years, listen, will be the most dramatic and the most exciting times in thousands of years. Your life is going to be shaken in more ways than one. You need to get with it. You need to learn there is a real God. This word is His inspired word, His revelation to you of the purpose of life and what lies ahead. And so then He says down in verse 20, But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, that's going to happen soon. Then know that its desolation is near. Yes, Jerusalem at the time of the end, 2,000 years later, will still be there and will still be a divided city, Jesus is showing. He knew that. He knew that 2,000 years ago. Then let those in Judea flee, and for these are the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe to those who are pregnant and those with nursing babies in those days, for there will be great distress in the land and wrath upon this people, and they will fall by the edge of the sword and be led away captive into all nations. Yes, God's people, many of them in Israel and in our nations, frankly, other scriptures show we are led away captive into all nations and we need to wake up. We've got many booklets explaining these things in detail. You need to read them. You need to study these words in your Bible. This is coming upon God's people, His human physical people of Israel and certainly His spiritual people, the church, to the extent they're weak and not seeking Him. And Jerusalem will be trampled by Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. Yes, the times of the Gentiles are soon going to come to an end, and Christ will be here on this earth. And there will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars, and on the earth, distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring. Think about that huge tsunami. Think about Hurricane Katrina, the massive waves from underground earthquakes sometimes, or huge hurricanes. These things are going to happen, and they will get worse in your generation, your life. 
your life is going to be changed and God is going to show that he's real. And you need to understand now, you who hear this program, you who follow Tomorrow's World, you who read the Tomorrow's World magazine, you can understand if you want to, if you'll open your mind. He says, men's hearts fading them for fear and for the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming with power and great glory. Christ will come in glory as King of kings and Lord of lords. Now, when these things begin to happen, are you to be scared to death? If you're walking with God, if you're praying to God on your knees saying, Father, help me understand. Help me do what you say. I want to truly obey you and give my life to you. Then this should be your attitude. When these things begin to happen, he said, look up, lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. We can say, thank God. Christ is about to come to this earth and set up a kingdom, a government, which can never be moved, and a government based on love and joy and peace and on the Ten Commandments, which are the law of liberty. If everyone obeyed the Ten Commandments, there would be unusual liberty. You could walk around with no fear of danger. There would be no war, no crime, a world of peace and joy. He spoke to them a parable, look at the fig tree and all the trees, and when you see it budding, you know that summer is near. So likewise, when you see all these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. People say it's already in your heart. You're at the church. No, it isn't. It's a literal government. When the, you see these things happening, Jesus said 2,000 years ago, then you'll know it's about to come. Christ as King of Kings. Surely I say to you, this generation, the generation you're in right now, my friends, will by no means pass away till all things are fulfilled. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. But take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, the cares of this life. Don't get distracted. Seek God. Study this book. Be willing to do what your Bible actually says. For that day may come upon you unexpectedly, for it shall come as a snare, a little trap, on all those who dwell on the earth. But you don't need to be that way. He tells you, Jesus tells you, watch therefore, watch these world events. We're telling you about them on this program and in Tomorrow's World magazine. Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape. There is a way of escape. To escape all these things will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Boy, let's look forward to that time if we're serving God. It will be awesome. Again, my friends, be sure to call or write us right now and request your free copy of Who Controls the Weather. You need to get this wonderful booklet to give you real understanding as to the meaning of these things just ahead. And tune in every week to Tomorrow's World program. On this program, you'll gain precious information and insights available nowhere else. Richard Ames and I will give you understanding of current events and of the exciting prophecies of tomorrow's world. We also invite you to join our fellow presenters, Wallace Smith and Rod King, who will give you a special perspective and insight on vital biblical topics. So be sure to join us again next week right here at this same time. See you right here next week. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown.
To view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.